Well, it's not quite Vivaldi, but it's for our next guest, Jim Hopkins. Just in case uh, you decide to give up your day job as a Waitaki District Councillor and go sharing at Lake Hawea Station, I thought I would get you used to the music you'll be working with in the woolshed. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Well, it's a step in the right direction, Mackay. I'm, you know, it's not Vivaldi, as you shamefacedly admit, but um, I expect the show from now on, the musical opening to be Bach, Beethoven, Wagner, Vivaldi, whomsoever. I mean, we must actually join the uh, the wondrous insights or, or share the wondrous insights of those who actually operate the station <laughs> that appeared on Country Calendar. I tell you what, can I just make this quiet comment? I did think the Country Calendar show tells us more about the media than it does about farming. But I'm really pleased to hear the music you've chosen because it means that the self-confessed stale male pale has become one of the woke folk. Oh, but listen, I am worried on your behalf. You know how the shearers at Lake Hawea don't get paid per number of sheep they actually shear. They get paid on the basis of the experience of the shearing for the sheep. If you apply this to listeners, I think your ratings may plunge because it is entirely possible, Jamie, given your your stale male paleness and lack of wokeness, that your listeners are not enjoying listening any more than many of the sheep are enjoying being shorn. To be fair, and I am taking the mickey slightly mm, out yeah. of Lake Hawea Station, but I do admire Jeff and Justine Ross. Oh. Uh, Graham Murray, by the way, was the first farmer that I was aware of. I hope I'm not speaking out of term. A great former All Black captain. He used to play classical music uh, when he was in the cow shed when he was a dairy farmer because apparently the soothing music certainly for dairy cows it helps them release their milk so maybe Jeff and Justine are actually onto it well, they could well be. They, they they could well be on. Look, look. In the end, let's not knock any idea. I mean, I'm probably changing gear in a minute or three. But just as in my view, people should be encouraged to find any appropriate response that they think will work in a market. In other words, a free market of um, marketing. So we should have a free market of ideas. I would have thought. So look, if it works, if it sells, if it's found a client base, good luck to them. You know, because what works for the station will work for New Zealand in the end. And there's there's 52 billion reasons, Jamie, officially 52 billion reasons why we should actually thank all the farmers of this country, including the Lake Harbour operators. And, and may I just make the quiet point, having um, perused your deeply meaningful and totally pertinent column on climate change and the government's incompetence, I would have to say we'd be earning more than 52 billion overseas through farming if we'd had the, and the number of people we actually needed to pick the apples, the kiwi fruit, the other crops and all the rest of it, we'd be doing a lot better if the government listened to people like Lockwood Smith, Sir Lockwood Smith. What a fantastic interview that was. I mean, seriously. Jim, I think think farmers need not be afraid of a carbon tax because once once this accounting system is in place, and Damien has promised us (laughs) that it will be, uh, they're going to get a cheque rather than a bill. A cheque's a very old-fashioned word now, isn't it? They're going to get a credit rather than a debit because a lot of them will find themselves carbon positive. Well, look, look, I agree with you, and I agree with... Look, 
I'm very heartened to hear you saying a few of the things you've been saying lately because I think you're actually getting with the program and getting on side. My view, look, honestly, I think it is time for the sector groups, Fed farmers and the like, to come off the fence and get in the get into the ring and fight. You know, the climate wars are a bit like the culture wars. They're not going to be won by meek surrender, which is something that Chris Luxton should actually wake up and realise, in my view. But coming back to this matter, I mean, we should be putting our own interests and our own welfare as a country first. Yeah, but, I mean, Jamie, China and India have actually boldly told the world they're not even planning to start reducing admissions till 2060. Well, I'm just saying, come on, come on. If it's good enough for them, it should be good enough for us. Let's actually start counting all the things that help us. Let's count all our grass. Let's count all our trees. Let's get rid of this elaborate set of rules that puts a few things in and leaves a whole lot of things out. Let's bring everything into the a calculation that's going to help us demonstrate carbon neutrality, not at some stage in the future, but now. My God, that was spine-chillingly <laughs> beautiful. There you go, a bit like Andrea Bocelli and Sarah Brightman. Thank you very much for your time. You go and listen to some classical music, do some stretches, and get ready to do a run or two on the sharing boards at Lake Hawea Station. See you later. It'll help me break my milk in. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See ya.